0: hey hey, waffle gang i do hope you're well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting a like subscribe maybe that notification bell too and let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from ding dong witch dead who says my sister-in-law 29 female is trying to turn my husband against me 28 female my so and i recently eloped we decided a big wedding like we'd been planning was not for us and eloped. My family was fine off the bat. I had a great relationship with them and they understood where I was coming from. Complete acceptance. My SO's family was less accepting, especially his mother and twin sister. For years, it was just the three of them before his mother remarried and had a few more children. But because of his sister and mother are still very dependent on him, they were hurt because they were looking forward to everything that comes with the wedding weekend away pretty dresses us paying for them to stay in a nice hotel fancy food and free drinks not necessarily because we were getting married hopefully that gives everyone a small idea to how selfish and entitled they are this all occurred in the beginning of july we decided that after our quick elopement that we would extend our already planned european vacation from one week to two weeks from july 25th until august 9th Initially, we were going to board our pug and have a neighbor keep an eye on our condo. But being gone that long, we thought the best idea would have someone stay there. Enter sister-in-law. Esso suggested that she house it for us. She would be cheaper than any other option. We could trust her and she loves our dog. Seemed to be the perfect solution. Shortly before our trip, Esso informed me that SIL was thinking of moving to our city from hers, Springfield to Chicago and would be looking for a job while staying in our place, hoping to interview while she was up here. Not a problem. She's been really inconsistent with work and maybe a change of scenery from living with her mum is what she needs. It was never discussed that she would be staying longer than two weeks or would need to. The day that we leave, she shows up on the Amtrak with three large suitcases. Now, I was already frazzled, so didn't think anything more than, wow, and I thought I was an overpacker. In hindsight that should have been my first red flag but we leave and have a fantastic vacation we check in a few times and everything is just great at home we get home and everything is clean well taken care of and my pug is still a fat lazy lump of fur but i love him so so she did a great job and is deserving of the money we got home late on the 9th so didn't see her until the 10th at the day off but she never asked for a ride to union station or any indication that she was returning home Figured that she must have arranged it with S.O. I go to bed early without asking S.O. what is going on. Go to work as normal on Tuesday, assuming she has left. And come home on Tuesday to her sitting on my couch and eating something and watching TV. What? I call S.O. and he says that she needs to stay for a few weeks. She told him that she has a job lead and that she has another interview next week. If she doesn't get the job then she will go back to Springfield but would like to continue the job search from our place. I am not happy that he gave her permission to live here without speaking to me, but he is blind when it comes to his sister and mother, so this is something we need to continue to work on. I agree to a week extra as long as she focuses on job search. Fast forward to last weekend, August 15th. Sister-in-law has completely taken over the condo in this short time. She monopolizes my living room, eats all of our food, and then complains when there is no food left. Tells me that she doesn't want any guests using her bathroom aka the guest bathroom when they're over has brought over some guy to have sex with and has very loud sex with him while Esso and I are trying to have dinner and just makes catty comments in general towards my husband about how he seemed to run the household and tells stories about how he was a sissy growing up I decide I can't put up with it for any longer and talk to Esso about it he agrees but acknowledges that with his mother and sister he has no backbone and he knows that he will cave So I talk to her. I tell her that while she is part of our family, we feel that she has taken advantage of us at this point and I need to know what her plans to leave are because this is no longer working for me and S.O. She tells me that S.O. told her she could stay as long as she needs and that she wasn't planning on going back to Springfield at this point as her relationship with her mother is codependent and dangerous. She then insinuates that if I send her back that S.O. will turn against me. I tell her that she has a week. I know S.O. and her threats will not work and I can promise her that she does not want to make him pick between us because he will see what she is really trying to do. So that didn't go well at all. Things quietened down and she has her interview on Monday. She has been ignoring me for the past few days but S.O. says that it went well and she is anticipating getting the job. He said that she spoke of staying with us but he held strong, saying that unless there was something crazy that happened she would have to go. If she had to start the job ASEP, then we could possibly help her with finding a place. We buy her an Amtrak ticket for Saturday morning. Well, wouldn't you guess it? Something crazy happens on Friday just before she has to leave. I get a text from my SO. We need to talk when you get home. I am worried you relapsed. Some context. I am in recovery for kleptomania. Since I was a child, I stole just to steal. Not because I needed something or had no money, but just because. I have not stolen since before Esso and I started dating, so about three years, and have done extensive therapy throughout the years to deal with this. I've been very candid about this with everyone, including mother-in-law and sister-in-law. Mother-in-law called Esso on Friday morning telling him that sister-in-law called her in tears on Thursday night. She noticed that some of her clothes had gone missing and that one of her rings was gone as well. She took it upon herself to search my room. Finding the ring on my dresser and searching through my closet where she found the clothing. She told him that they understand that my job is stressful and that having sister in law stayed with us added some stress, so they weren't upset and wouldn't take any further action, but they were truly concerned. Sister in law found several pieces of clothing that had tags on it still, buried in my closet by her clothes. They believe that I have started shoplifting again in addition to stealing from sister in law. I did not relapse. I did not buy those clothes and I believe that either they were clothes she purchased and it was just a perfect circumstance or that she purchased them to set me up. I come home to an intervention of sorts. Sister-in-law and SO sitting in my living room with their clothes, rings and the stolen clothes all laid out. She hasn't completely believed this. My SO looks distraught. He wants to help me and fully believes that I have relapsed. Sister-in-law volunteers to stay with us. She is a CADC. From a quick Google, I'm not sure if this is 100% correct, so please correct me if this is wrong, but it says certified alcohol and drug counselor and feels that some of her skills could be there to help me. So is heartbroken. He feels that he caused this by bringing stress into my life, taking all of the blame off sister-in-law. I'm at a loss. The past 36 hours have been a nightmare. Whenever she is alone with So, she keeps planting seeds of doubt about my recovering, hinting that I seem to be wearing clothes that are above my pay grade, but I don't have any debt. So where is this all coming from? And when we talk, I can see the wheels of doubt turning in his head. Is she stealing again? Is my sister right? I've tried to explain this to SO and it seems that now he believes me, but he cannot imagine that his sister would try to frame me like this. He knows his mother and sister have issues, but to him, they would never try to hurt him, especially by attacking me. To me, it is obvious that sister-in-law and mother-in-law have always been able to manipulate SO to do whatever they wanted. And i had not been in the picture sister-in-law would have moved in without issue since i wasn't going along with her plan she had to do something to disrupt it i don't know how to handle this with her or with my mother-in-law i know that Esso and i can recover from this but i am worried that it will be at the cost of his relationship with his sister and mother edits sorry my questions and asking for advice were not clear how do i broach this with my husband in the long run based on their past behavior Especially the sister. I'm nervous this is going to become a long-term problem between us. How do I communicate to him? You pick me or I walk and how do I mitigate this now? Getting her out. Do I bother trying to clear my name with the stealing? I don't want to get overly defensive. Now, if I was in OP situation, I wouldn't want these people in my house at all anymore. That would be it. No contact with them from my perspective going forward. And I'd be having very serious words with my partner about backing me up in these situations as well. Your sister in law is trying to frame you, damage your relationship. That's huge. But one user says, wait, what the fuck? She bought clothes to frame you by saying that you stole them. And he believes that. Wow, so much fuckery. Wow. The sister in law needs to go ASAP and out of our lives he says he is so fleeced by them that i don't think he even considered it until i told him that if he really believes i stole stuff then i would leave but even then he was trying to say things like well maybe they were old clothes you bought and forgot about because my sister wouldn't do that to me he doesn't know what to believe he believes i didn't steal he trusts me but he doesn't believe me when i say that she is setting me up he thinks that maybe our stuff got mixed up somehow and that's how her stuff ended up in our room and that she's just having a hard time with him being married. Re says, A relationship requires trust. Tell your SO that if he honestly will take the word of his sister rather than who he married, you're going to leave. Tell him she is a bad influence and needs to find her own place within two days or else she's living on the street. OP says, You're right. And this mimics what I said to him. He believes me, but she knew exactly how to make him doubt this, so his all sorts of confused. My biggest concern is that At the end of the day, he's going to believe me and she's going to be out of our condo. But he's going to let this behavior from both mother-in-law and sister-in-law go without issue and allow them to continue this behavior. Spicy Pepper says, first of all, I think it's pretty shitty that as soon as you got back from your freaking honeymoon that you had to share your space with your sister-in-law. Huge problem and not fair to you. This whole situation is so fucked up and I'm so sorry you're having to deal with this. Can you set up a nanny cam in your room or guest room? Might be a good way to prove to your husband what she's doing and what you are not doing and even with concrete evidence he'll probably have a hard time accepting it but he can't deny the hard truth giving him an ultimatum may work but at the same time forcing him to choose might put him in a really unfair position in his mind can you take him to a therapy session with you or couples counseling regardless she's got to get the hell out of your house which you have every right to kick her out the fact that she Had to stay for weeks despite only having an interview or two is very, very odd. Get her the fuck out. Opie says it was really shitty. He had purchased her a round trip Amtran ticket prior to us leaving and so only found out she didn't use it until after the train had left. He felt strong armed into letting her stay and said he knew how his mum is. So he felt sorry for her and let her stay. We both agreed it was not ideal, but like I said, he cannot just say no to either of them. I don't know if I legally can set up a nanny cam. From what I am reading she is now officially a tenant and roommate. Today is the 30th day and she has been staying with us so I don't know what her rights are in regards to that so I'll have to do some more research. At this point she would have to leave voluntarily or would have to evict her so giving him an ultimatum and potentially creating more stress in our relationship isn't an option. I think he would be open to therapy. I still go and I am so glad I have a standing appointment on Monday afternoon as he has in the past when I needed him there. made it clear that our marriage is priority but he still feels that his relationship with his sister and mother have to be a priority as well and one more comment from Zorkel, who says you do not have a sister-in-law problem you have a husband problem you need to have a serious discussion with him about how he needs to have your back he may be close with his mum and sister but you need to point out that you are his family now not them he needs to start setting some firm boundaries on their behavior immediately because if he doesn't this will set the tone for the rest of your relationship his mom and sister will call the shots on everything, and if you have kids, it will be even worse. He has to be the person to take care of this, not you. If you do it, you'll just be the jealous wife that can't handle their extra-close special relationship. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So Opie updates the post and they said thanks to all who provided advice and answers to my questions. After reading everything, I gave my SO an ultimatum. Either sister-in-law left that night or I did and would leave him i'm not going to be put after his manipulative sister and mother in the pecking order that so was her or me at this point he agreed she would go but we both knew it would not be pretty we decided to offer to pay for a hotel and an amtrak ticket if she refused at first hoping this would be a bargaining tool to get her to agree i show so the previous thread and he initially said nothing but went directly to our guest room and packed everything of hers up quickly he then apologized for everything i told him that We both know this is more than his sister trying to claim residency in our condo and we have to resolve this or it will eat at our marriage. He agreed to go to therapy with me and if need be, go to therapy on his own. He doesn't want to let this destroy our marriage. We had a really frank discussion about my recovery. I explained to him that if I was stealing again, it would be obvious as we would have random things around the house that we didn't have before. I wouldn't have been able to restrain myself to a few shirts if I relapsed. He was really supportive and apologetic he trusted his sister due to her experience with addictions but seemed to understand that this was just manipulation on her part she ended up showing up later sunday letting herself in the condo like it was just a normal day it took her all of a minute to see her bags so pushed her bags out into the hall and when she tried to get them he shut them both out there i left them alone because he needed to do this on his own without me i heard her crying and i knew he offered to take her to the hotel and pay for a train she told him to fuck off. After a little bit she started throwing a fit in the hall and was sobbing loud enough that the whole floor could probably hear. I could make her out saying that he was abandoning her in a time of need and that the bitch has to stop controlling you. I'm your family. It took every ounce of restraint for me not to go and slap the bitch but Essay reminded me that she's trying to agitate me. Eventually my neighbor couldn't take any more and texted me that he called the good old Chicago PD to get her to shut up. Cops came a little later, they spoke to her first because she was currently camped out in the hall. She told them that she wanted me arrested for kicking her out of her home, I had a feeling she would pull this, and for stealing from her. She told them that I was trying to steal her purse, it was in the kitchen where she dropped it prior to SO pushing her out, a ring and a few outfits, plus I was stealing from stores. I told the nice officer about the whole incident, including her allegations. SO backed me up, that she was setting me up and this was all really family issues, not legal. At this point, they told her not only had she attempted to file a false police report, but she was disturbing the peace for no reason. She told them that she had nowhere to go, but after telling the police she lived in Springfield and had come up here to house it, they noped her residency claim. Cops told us that because she claimed to have no money, had no car, and her residence is so far away that we had two options because we can't just kick her out with nowhere to go. Either we let her stay until she can arrange for a method home, aka we get her a train ticket tomorrow, or we take her home right then and there. But there is only one way that they can guarantee she will be gone by tomorrow morning. Esso and I talked about it. We were concerned letting her stay an additional night. would we'll just make this worse, and we'll be right back where we started. We opted to drive her home. She agreed to this without much issue. I think the cops made her realize that her little plot was over. The beginning of the drive was pretty awful. She cried for the first hour Laid the guilt on thick He's caused her so much stress He doesn't care about her Can't he see what I'm trying to do She's only looking out for him They are twins And their bond is stronger than ours And I don't want kids So how could he want to stay with me? I'll admit that I fed into her a bit With some name calling Delusional, stupid bitch, insane But I had reached my breaking point Not my proudest moment After a while I put on an audiobook And just ignored her Which worked She slept the rest of the time while S.O. and I were both just wired with anxiety. By the time we get to mother-in-law's house it's around 2am and we dropped her off without incident. Mother-in-law calls us as we're about 15 minutes away, tells S.O. that I am cancer on their family and told him that he had to stand up to me and choose his family for once. Holy delusional. He told his mother that he picked me and he is sorry she feels that it has to be one or the other but she made that choice, not him. The drive home, SO, poured everything out. Apparently, his childhood abuse goes so much further than he has shared before. Sister in law would regularly physically and mentally torment him, but when he would tell his mother, she would blame him. He agreed that he thought the distance was enough to deal with everything, but he needs more than that. He also needs to come to terms that his relationship with his mother, sister, half siblings, and stepfather may be over. He was scared to admit how bad it was and I hate that it took his sister behaving like this for it to come out. It's absolutely heartbreaking. We took the day off, slept a lot, watched some Rick and Morty, went to a fairly productive therapy session and are eating some awesome pizza. It's hard to sit back and realize what was my relationship kind of crumbled this weekend. But I have faith that we can each work on our relationship and ourselves. When we turned Esso's phone back on, there were several voicemails and numerous text messages from both sister-in-law and mother-in-law apologizing for everything. Esso and I have talked about him going completely zero contact with both sister-in-law and mother-in-law. I think changing our phone numbers is a good place to start, but he's apprehensive. He's worried about emergencies, but I don't want to give them any further opportunity to sabotage our relationship. This is absolutely the right move, correct? I'm thinking of finding him a specialty therapist to assist with this. But i don't know where to start or what questions i should be asking with such family issues where should we start with this Opie updates again and says hello there everyone a bit of an update it's been two weeks since we removed sister-in-law from our residence and what a doozy they have been i could actually use some advice going forward since everyone was so great before we had a few peaceful days since returning home got back into our routines went to therapy and got my so set up with individual therapists on his own we didn't end up changing either of our numbers for other reasons but agreed that if they couldn't respect our wishes then we would just have to block their numbers entirely it wasn't an issue until this past weekend on friday so's younger brother yb who is 16 and living at home called him he wanted to give him a heads up that mother in law and sister-in-law were coming up here to visit some family members they decided to bring him with so he could see so even he knew that this didn't smell right so freaked out he realized that they were going to manipulate him into seeing them by using his yb as bait he was right i was out of town by this point already for a bachelorette party leaving my so alone and not at all prepared to deal with his family me not being able to get home until sunday yb calls on saturday to let so know that he would like to see him have some time before they head home and are in the neighborhood for some reason so and yb get to hang out for a few hours in our home. They play some video games, eat some takeout, and just have a nice afternoon of brother bonding. YB tells SO that he doesn't believe what mother-in-law and sister-in-law have been saying, but they have done nothing but bash me on their social media pages. He pulled their pages up on his phone and was able to give a screenshot of them to SO. One of them said, Well, that hoity witch has managed to brainwash my son again. Please pray that Jesus will deliver him from the devil that he lays with. She has nothing short of a cancer on my life and I worry that this will drive me to illness. Pray for us all. I just can't even with this. She's not even religious, but anyway. SO kept it together for the rest of their visit. At the end, both mother-in-law and sister-in-law attempted to come up to the condo, but he was able to keep them downstairs, only speaking to them outside. Sister-in-law then dropped a bomb on SO. She's been severely depressed and needed him. She miscarried recently and there's been awful on her, she just needed her twin to comfort her. He feels immensely guilty. Neither of us had an idea that this happened. I get home early yesterday I can read the conflict on his face. And we fought about it. My frustration with mother-in-law and sister-in-law is at its peak, especially after seeing the barrage of Facebook posts. He agreed that those are over the line, but that most are from mother-in-law. True, but sister-in-law had two that were passive-aggressive and clearly aimed towards me. That wouldn't be fair to hold his sister-in-law accountable for those. I disagree. She made these choices that got us to this place. She literally started this entire thing. Not us. And now she has to deal with the consequences regardless of whatever trauma she may have endured that spurred this on. And honestly, I don't necessarily believe that she had a miscarriage. Our fight consisted of name-calling, him calling me insensitive and cold, me calling him naive and manipulated and bickering which was a lot considering we normally only fight over whose house is better from Game of Thrones. We spoke after our fight yesterday and we were able to move on from it. But then today we both could feel tension and it was only amplified when he told me he was texting sister-in-law to check on her. I feel like we have regressed and now that I'm back behind sister-in-law in the pecking order, but I feel that I should be first. I deserve to be first, right? So, relationships. Relationships. How do I handle this? Is it best to just jump into couples therapy? This is something we both think is a good place to go, but not necessarily right now. So I suggest we go no contact until we get a clearer idea. I don't want to feel guilty if a sister really went through that and I take away her support. But at the same point, I need to put my marriage first. Part of me wants to just confront my sister-in-law and tape the conversation because I know her and know she won't be able to not gloat to me. My marriage is my number one priority at the end of the day. How do I convey that I need to be his too without coming off as selfish? And afterwards, I was looking for some kind of conclusion to OP's post about what happened afterwards, what happened with the husband, what happened to mother-in-law, etc. And so I had a quick brief look at the the sort of post history and oh my word, there's like over 20 posts about mother-in-law's behavior in this and different things going on and there was some posts talking about sister-in-law making some progress and the majority of her problems seem to be stemming from mother-in-law and then there was other posts where where mother-in-law was claiming that she may have cancer this is an emergency sort of more manipulation behavior etc another story where mother-in-law wants to basically match outfits at her wedding making comments like i want to wear a dress to complement yours Etc., like more manipulation tactics. A mother in law eventually chose a, a gold sequin full length gown, and, and Opie called it the gold disco ball, and eventually eloped to get married instead. Lots of stalking of Opie's Facebook and making criticisms on her photos, etc., making birthday parties all about herself, getting in contact with Opie's boss and causing trouble there. Just a whole constant, whole load of posts about mother-in-law's toxic stories. And this was delivered over a couple of years until eventually there was two posts at the very end before the stories completely stopped. I said, hey there, Helen is dead. No, that title isn't a joke. It's not a poor attempt at humor. Fucking Helen is dead. She died on Saturday alone from what we can tell. We won't know for some time due to toxicology but it appears as though she mixed the wrong medication with the wrong amount of franzia and passed in her sleep. It's been weird. DH is sad, very sad, which is to be expected, but so far is handling it well. The father-in-law is handling planning and all the arrangements. We're debating if we will attend. Part of me is against it. There are all the stories I have shared with my people here and even some that I have not shared about how she's just been this persistent infection on my life. Why honor her at all? But then part of me looks at my D.H., my L.O.'s and my family of in-laws and I see some of their pain. That even though she really was fucking Helen throughout their entire lives, she still had some rare moments of being mum. Personally, I feel angry. I guess that she got to go peacefully in her sleep. Sure, her life was a hot fucking mess, but she deserved that after everything she has put everyone through. I didn't want the universe to be done serving her that karma pie that she so rightfully deserved. I'll have to figure that out, but I guess my username rings true a bit today. Ding Dong the Wicked Witch fucking Helen is dead. Her afterlife is like the good place except extremely hot so she is constantly sweaty and gross. Sorry, I'm petty. And then the very final post from OP was goodbye Helen. Thank you to all your words of support. Honestly, this has been a very emotional several days. I've decided to attend the services this week. We flew back to DH's hometown yesterday. I'm taking a short break for myself to process. Process what, OP? Helen wrote death letters for all of us. They were in her safe. Father-in-law handed them out last night. I decided to post mine and write a short response to her. Dear Ding Dong, or OP, if you're reading this, I have died. I hope that by this time we have reconciled and we have both seen the error of our ways. I never gave you a full shot. I've been going to therapy frequently and have come to see how much damage I have caused to my relationship with my son by isolating you. You are not a bad person. You seem to be a good partner to my son. I don't always agree with your choices of dress, lifestyle and personality, but that is why God makes us all unique. We have both made mistakes in our relationship and for any pain I may have caused you, by trying to be a good mother to my son, I'm sorry. I should have seen you just wanted to make him happy. I hope this is not the last letter I write to you. I plan to write new ones every two years to update them. I hope I can only look fondly back on this in two years and laugh at how silly we were. You and I should be friends. We are both beautiful and good mothers. I'm sorry we have been at odds because you did not see eye to eye with me. Take care of my son and babies. I'll be watching over you. Love, Helen. OP continues and says, Dear Helen, I'm sorry that we could not have a better relationship with DH and our children. I look at the relationship DH has with my mother, Even now in our time of grief, and I wish that I could have had that. Someone who could have always been my ally, and a second mother. I can honestly say that I tried for years. I did my best to show you that I wanted to make it work with you. That I wanted to be there for you, and have you be there for me. every step of the way you fought it, you punished me for existing, you hatched plots against me, you embarrassed me on many occasions, and you manipulated me until the very end. I can say that I had genuine fear for what you might do to me on a regular basis. No person should live like that. I do not accept your apology. Your passing does not mean you deserve it. You were evil, cruel, and disrespectful to me on a consistent basis. I will not miss you. I will not share stories of you with my children. You do not deserve that. Most of all, I will help DH recover. He deserves healing and peace after a lifetime of hell. Go to fucking hell, Helen. With no love, OP. I cried writing that. It feels good. I love you all, seriously. The almost three years I have been here has been so helpful. I'm going to therapy. I'm gonna get through this and hope to be a wise commenter like so many of you. One final one. I know you hate heat, Helen, so I hope hell is just as hot as Chicago was this weekend. Times 10,000. Rod in hell, witch. But now I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this? situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love your support your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved and hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love